I was gonna say, look at, look, look at, look at my the current episode, in bar, like how I say all the videos. <laughs> yes, I, I broke the Rogan episode you need, down. But you need to edit it so you can see the. Um, oh, you have it. I have it written, I have it so written out, like a, so a I know. Out. We're gonna see how this works out. Okay. We're, we're, we're gonna take a deep dive, as we said last episode. Alex missing today. But he, you could probably make that a lot quicker. You could you could probably put that into some sort of app that has a, like a yes a play code. You, so you could you could just go you know story number three. This, this is a very crude way of me just right. using. You taught me how to do this last time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, it works well though. Screen recording. Listen to the Rogan episode a second time. His interview with Gupta. I once again want to stress everybody to read or not to read to actually listen to it on their own. The full three hours. It's yeah. entertaining. They're, I believe they're both good people. If you've been watching the news, uh, when the last time we were talking, there was just the morning, basically the morning after, where Gupta came in and said, just did damage control. I think the the one we play, like they're just, he they were making him, why'd you do it, Sanjay? Because the phone was framing it as if he lost a big battle. Yeah. Now, Rogan does not view this as some heavyweight knockout fight. Like we were kind of addressing it as. Yeah. And that's the way we're kind of going to break it down. I is, still think it is. I, I, I totally I, yeah. I, I, I do too I, I, when I say a, a, a battle I mean there was a time when we could have good debate in this country and still be friends at the end of it you could have well I think that I don't think Joe Rogan wants uh, Gupta to be discredited no no and and he wants CNN to be discredited the, w- the way that like Rogan was attacking CNN not the, the, the coverage specifically that Fox picked up was um, a message that Joe Rogan really wanted to get across is that if CNN was willing to lie about something as silly as this, something as stupid as this, as horse steamer warmer, as ivermectin, then what are they going to do about Syria? What are they going to say about Russia? What are they going to say about all these current criminal investigations? Yeah, so now he's waking up now and realizing everything. And, like, and, and, all and, the news reporting is probably lies. And, and as you're going to see, Gupta here doesn't. He, he, it's not that he doesn't defend CNN. He wasn't really thinking on these lines. He's really just focused on, he's a neuroscientist. He's really just focused on the medicine. He's not so much thinking about what, how the interview or how Jim Shuto versus Aaron Burnett versus Brian Stelter, Jim Acosta, or Jake Tapper, how their questions necessarily frame his answers. That's mm-hmm. not his job. His job is to give the science. He's not, I think I said last episode, I like that you can see him lie. Yeah. And you can't obviously our show is not visual. If you when you watch the episode, you see Gupta start out with his arms folded, and he's there and he's being very like stoic. He he you can tell he doesn't know what to expect. He's in a defensive position. He's blocking, mm-hmm. keeping a barrier between him and Rogan. About an hour through, Gupta brought a bottle that he's never drank as a gift, which is kind of odd in itself. He's not one. He's not a drinker, but he knows that people bring gifts. He's watched the episodes. He wants to come yeah. loosen up the environment. Rogan says, "Okay, let's pour a drink, have him open." All of a sudden, boom! Gupta's body language is open. He has to take a drink. Hands out, and that was a big point in the interview because that was when he—you could tell—he got comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now, after two hours, you're going to see him go, and you wore me down. You tricked <laughs> me. You fatigued me into making a bunch of jokes. Yeah. And the one that we played was. Rogan suggesting that you should get vaccinated and then after two weeks go expose yourself to the COVID. Yeah. Because then you'll get like double immunity since we all know that the COVID immunity, COVID which immunity by is their better. logic makes sense, and which Gu- is the Gupta agrees the with it. Part. And they, yeah. they're making him walk it back and they're trying to make him retell it as if it's a science thing. And that's where it's like a lot, you saw a lot of people on the right start attacking Gupta going, you're double crossing. You're like, like you went on Rogan, you said you were going to go and, 
what I'm looking for, specifically my message to Gupta is, I'm not going to play this part, but there's an example of a 19-year-old who died. Mm-hmm. And it's a news story. He has Jamie bring it up. And Gupta, you can tell that he's dismayed by this. And he says that he's going to look into it. I really hope he follows through with that. That is something where like, you, you have a situation where the parents are saying, this was definitely the case. Yeah. And the doctors won't admit it because it's not good for the narrative. Mm. So someone needs to go talk to those parents. And I, I really do hope if Gupta's was, was being honest on Rogan, which you're going to see people based off his interactions over the past couple of days as if he's lying. Like the, I, I, one article I read, like it was like he, he thought he was going to get beat up. Like Rogan was actually going to assault him over the nature of the fight. Who said that? I, it's actually an article put out on on CNN. It's one of, it's one of the main headlines today. It's like Gupta survived the lion's den. Something like along those lines. What? Yeah, and it's nuts. And uh, Rogan addresses it in the show. In the show, and it's like, listen, that's his sense of comedy, and yeah. that's why you can. He's trying to be funny, and CNN just has no registry for it. Yeah, they don't. Understand they don't. They can't. Yeah. They can't. Everything is life or death. There is no middle ground. There is no. So what we're gonna try and do in this episode is play some of these clips a little more extended, and talk about like. They're good conversations. The reason why I said this is one of the best debates of our generation, and when I say debate, conversation, I know I think Rogan would take issue with me using debate is they weren't trying to beat each other. But this is a dialogue between two people that rarely ever meet. This is like in my world, the news are like clashing. You have Joe Rogan going up against somebody who everyone says Gupta would never do something like this. I have trouble believing CNN let him. I think what we established in the last episode is at a certain point, someone like Gupta, someone like John Stewart, they do have the power to say, once you start telling me no, Gupta believed he could convert him, or not, if not convert him, convert some, some of his base. Yeah. And that was an honest, like a, like a missionary. Now, you can disagree mm-hmm. with his attempt to do so, but he wasn't doing so out of malice, and he didn't help CNN. As I was saying, some of these clips, he was like, well, yeah, some of these anchors are a little, a little off. Let me pre-open this with this weekend, this was Jim Acosta, my boy. This was they played Aaron Burnett on the show, which Aaron Burnett's another. Her and Tap are generally good people. They're not like in the deep state. They may work for it, but they aren't bad people. Jim Acosta, Abila, I think he's a bad person. This was him. He's interviewing um, Dr. Francis Collins. This is important because when at the end of this episode, which I doubt we're going to get to. Um, Rogan starts grilling Gupta on Rand Paul's grilling of Fauci mm-hmm. and kind of on, so are you going to attach yourself to the hip with Fauci or not? Because you don't have anything to do with the leaked emails. You're a good doctor. Fauci was playing politics with Dr. Francis Nichols, who just recently stepped down as a big wig in the NIH. So he's going to go on Jim Acosta on Saturday, top of the hour. One with the... Uh... Let me start it from the end. And our Dr. Sanjay Gupta went one-on-one with the uh, controversial podcast host Joe Rogan. Uh, Rogan has this huge audience hanging on his every word. Let's listen to what he said to Sanjay. You know what I think you should do? I think you should get vaccinated and then get sick. <laughs> what? This is why. Because then you got the vaccine protects you from a bad infection. And then you get COVID, so then you get the robust immunity that's imparted from having the actual disease itself, Joe. which is far more complex and comprehensive than you're getting from the vaccine that targets one specific yeah. protein, right? I can, you can make that argument, I think. Yeah, so that's so, the move. You all get, right. Get vaccinated, let it wean, and hang around with a bunch of dirty people. So for you, 
Joe Rogan. Yes. I was- Mind you, he cut Acosta cut at that point and went an hour into advancing the conversation. The next part, if you listen to it in its full section, that last part talking about you go hang out with a bunch of dirty people. He said you should have came out with us last night. Like, oh, and Gupta was like, I almost was. That was that your secret plan? Mm-hmm. And you could tell that's where like they both going into this conversation, like boxers, were feeling each other out. They both had an expectation. Gupta's going, you're a CNN employee. So I don't know how much I can trust you. Gupta's only got a, a San, Sanjay's only got a understanding of Rogan through the eight episodes he's watched of only talking about COVID with doctors and his CNN colleagues. colleagues. So it's like anyone who thinks Joe Rogan would ever beat anybody up in the street, that's nuts. Yeah. It, it's very difficult to listen to him for a long period of time and think he'd ever just punch somebody unprovoked. Like not in like a match or something, like lose his temper that way. Right here, they cut to Sanjay's last attempt to ask this uh, Rogan Devax because they went on. There was two hours of him trying to show studies, Jamie pulling stuff up. We're going to play some of it here. So you've had it. Yeah. Yes. And I get one shot of the vaccine. No, why not? Because I have better immunity than I would if I was vaccinated. Dr. Collins, what do you make of that? Well, I think Joe's got a few things mixed up here. First of all, the idea that you would intentionally get sick uh, from this virus for any reason is simply the wrong thing to do. We've lost over 700,000 lives to this. And even those who get sick and then don't end up in the ICU or the morgue have a high risk of these long-term consequences called uh, long COVID. Um, Sanjay would go on to talk about, and Rogan, and would come to agreeance in this episode that long COVID is primarily with comorbidities. Mm. If you're somebody that is has two or three or four, you're really obese, you have diabetes. And when you say long COVID in that sense, they already kind of had it. They already were fatigued. So it's like how many of these people, obviously he didn't experience it, none of his kids experienced it. He doesn't know anybody who's really going through this kind of, the one person he brought up was an exercise, tried to work out through it. And he never really let himself beat the disease. Mm. But this whole notion here of uh, you, even if you're vaxxed, you you're, you should be scared to get COVID. If the vax works, I don't, here, let, let, here's, don't let him keep going. For natural me. immunity from natural infection, good for you. That's good. That is helpful. But get a vaccine on top of that, and then you're much better protected than just the natural illness alone. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You should do both and if you have the chance. And it's really unfortunate that somebody who has as many people listening to him as Joe Rogan is willing to put information out there that's just going to confuse people. I'm, I give Sanjay a lot of credit for trying in three hours to try to get through to at one point in the they're just hoping that the, the the people who are watching their show won't go listen to the no episode. they won't and th- this is they're listening yeah. to rogan mm-hmm. this is like when you would talk rush to me and right. i would say i know what rush says because craig told me yeah and it was like that's not actually going and listening right. to it during the episode sanji actually asks him do you have a threshold of evidence is there a point when you change your mind like clearly for ivorectum, you trusted it. Yeah. It could that happen with the vaccine? And Rogan goes, yes, but I need long-term data. Mm-hmm. And Sanjay goes, well, we can't have long-term data yet. And that's the that's the. But that's pro- where he goes into making the argument about, you know, other alternative methods. Yes, because it, 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 we need the data. And Gupta largely agrees that if these Merck pills work, that's great. Mm-hmm. If you can prove natural immunity through the antigen test when they joke about their lines, that's great. We should have an exemption around that. Now, he could never say that on CNN. Did he bring up the 
mRNA thing? Yep. yep. To, to Gupta? Yeah. Um, let me, let me, uh, the, fa- the one about the founder, uh, the guy, or not the founder, the guy who claims to have invented the mRNA uh, vaccine is coming out and saying that we shouldn't be using it in a pandemic. I don't know if that, that was a Brett Weinstein mm-hmm. uh, no, conversation. Rogan brought it up. During the Gupta interview? No, with Weinstein. Yes. Okay. Okay. No, that they did bring up um, something related to that, though. Mm-hmm. I have that throughout this conversation. Okay. Let me see. It's, it's an interesting part that it was one of those I kind of wish we could have paused the conversation and had a longer goop. To- I just can't believe that was suppressed in the news. I didn't see it anywhere. Like, <laughs> but then whenever I heard him say it, I looked it up, and it's there. That guy's talking. Like, but it's all quiet. Like, it's not being the, pumped. The the, uh, the aspiration thing. The idea that when you put a needle in, like when you're going to inject something, yeah, yeah. you should withdraw to see if you've hit a blood vessel. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And the fact that we're not doing that, it's like the, the guy who's shooting homeless people in Pittsburgh, you think he cares whether or not he hits a, no. a vein or not? And it's like, I, that would be the main thing I want. Is that painful? Yeah. How do you, I, I'm I'm very unfamiliar. Let, let and, me, and if that is how you're supposed to do it, again, I don't know. I, d- I didn't double check that information. But makes it, sense. them not doing it on the president though, not makes it when, did he really get it let, let, did he really get it I mean. let, let, let me let me finish across so then we'll get right into the interview here it is among the people who uh, says he recovered from COVID after several treatments including ivermectin uh, as you know this medicine has been pushed by a lot of people on the right uh, who, and, and they like to say that the doctor who discovered that ivermectin can be uh, used to treat parasitic diseases won the Nobel Prize um, Dr the internet uh, it got a lot of momentum in south america just based on anecdotes i will tell you the two most rigorous randomized controlled trials of ivermectin have shown no benefit we're running the third randomized controlled trial right now we'll have maybe more data in another month but when i look at the evidence there's really nothing to go on there a big debate that we get into here is, is why have they not been tested why aren't there more experiment groups we've had this drug longer than we have had the COVID. Why are we just getting a third clinically tested trial? And why are you still hung up on the ivermectin thing? That was Gupta admits that you were wrong. Yeah. And he won't come on and say that, and I don't expect him to. But that's what we're going to play here is him admitting that them peddling this fake news undermines their other narratives. It yeah. undermines their stance on the vaccine mm-hmm. when they seem so invested in something as irrelevant as ivermectin. You just don't make money off it? Just forget. If someone wants to take it, they want to take it. Like yeah. I, I think the best. That's what I don't get. I think the best analogy I've heard to this was, I want to say it was that Michael Malice today on his show going that I'm going to report my neighbors for feeding the cats um, people food, milk. I didn't get that part yet. It was, it was something. It was, it was something along <laughs> the lines of it's like, yeah, well, That's people what, drink milk, oh, and I, no, cats drink milk. Yeah, the I, milk. I, I butchered the delivery of this joke, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it, we're just we really just mis misrepresenting. Right, but it is the equivalent of yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's there's a whole bunch of like you could make a, a literally a list of these mm-hmm. kind of funny analogies. Um, the only thing, oh, sorry for our listeners, the only thing we're going to address this episode is Rogan. In two days, we got a full episode that we're going to do Alex Precious infrastructure bill and the supply chain. Mm-hmm. Only comment I wanted to make about that now was right now the Port Authority, the people that dock the boats, the people that unload them and the people who drive the trucks interstate fall into the Department of Transportation. 
when Biden came out and said all federally contracted employees have to get the vaccine and anybody over 100 plus, that immediately went to anybody working in transportation. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the least vaccinated groups. These people that drive trucks, they're isolated. Well, if you're a truck driver, you're not a federal employee. Technically, you're contracted by the federal government. Interstate commerce. To drive a truck from one state to the other. That's why in a lot of states, you you, you have to be 21 yeah. to get your CDL. And your CDL is given out from the National Transportation Department. Kind of like a driver's license. Okay. It's it's messed up. So they're going to make all CDL drivers? They have yet. been for a month, and it's unreported. They have been for the last month since, since the last time we played that, that episode where Biden came out and gave his bizarre... How are they going to enforce it? They're going to start. They set CDLs. deadlines. There are deadlines, and right now people are pre-striking. You're, they're saying things like you have to be vaxxed by Thanksgiving. Uh, the the most uh, the, uh, the one that Fox has been covering the most in CNN is the Chicago police, where 33 percent are re- are refusing to give their vaccinated status to Mayor Lightfoot, and there was already a lot of tension before this. They had an interview with a uh, elderman from Chicago on CNN and this guy was like listen they won't listen to anything she says they, they feel that she's been she's completely disrespected them that there are more people that are not vaccinated that are vaccinated that are refusing to give their vaccinated status just to stand with the unvaccinated which is that's important that is nice that's yes. the kind of thing here those are the heroes Dan Bongino full, fully vaccinated is um, saying that he might leave his job with Cumulus if they're going to make if make his employees come in and get vaccinated. He has he's a cancer survivor. He's beat fighting cancer as we speak. He he wanted to get the vaccine, right? But at the same time, his employees he, he doesn't believe in that, right? And that that's a tougher stance to make than I I, I LeBron hasn't done so as publicly, but he said I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna go at my teammates who haven't been. I'm not gonna make I got it. But I'm not going to shame you for it. And right now we're in a position where a lot of people want to be shamed. So this supply crisis, the supply chain crisis that we have right now, mm-hmm. is a direct result not of COVID, not of the economy. It's of vaccine mandates. And that these strikes are taken. They're not being called strikes because these people don't have unions. The democratic solution is let's just make a union real quick based around the vaccine. And they're like, no. The police people are like, this is our collecting bargaining agreement. Notice the teachers. They can't mandate the teachers because it's collective bargaining agreement. They signed contracts. The contract never said anything about a COVID vax. So why all of a sudden are you saying that you can just aud- the CBA has to be voted on by all of its members, and that those collective bargaining agreements take place all over the map? So this is an area that I I didn't know much about going into it. I've kind of been trying to search side news stories because it's not being covered because it's it's like the L.A. ports. No one's really thinking that all of our stuff from China. Especially our big stuff, our cars, our when you say can you order a new car and you gotta wait a year, so you're gonna get a twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. Yeah. It's cause they're sitting out in an LA Bay, out in the San Francisco Bay, fresh sent from China, which we can debate that, but no one's gonna take them off the dock. And it's not like any rich person can just call in and go, Go get my car off the lot. I wanna bypass. No. You can't yeah. get grunt workers in LA who you've already combed through all these different professions, mandated vaccines, you got I mean, it, it pays to be homeless. Hell, if I'm working this dog, it's like, you know, I'll just quit and take whatever thousand dollars a month you'll give me to go sleep on a tent in the street <laughs> until you realize that people are going to get pissed around Christmas time when they can't get these goods. Yeah. And these are like the big stuff. There's no quick way to do it. They want, they're saying they want to bring in the, the, not the Coast Guard, they want to bring in the National Guard. 
they were already working on the buses, they're working in the hospitals, already stretched across this country, scabbing. Now you have a traditional strike and it's going uncovered. That's gonna be one of the things I focus on in the next episode, trying to get all my facts in line. Anyone out there, I don't, this is probably gonna air close to when, we'll probably release this close to when we air next. Yeah, in a couple maybe tomorrow either way I just want to make sure I got that out there because I would appreciate someone on the major news at least addressing this story yeah this is something that there's a bunch of side articles but it's not being covered mainly yeah I had no idea about the CDL thing I just looked it up and I guess I mean it looks like it's legit they're it's odd it's odd because you would think they're not you just when you when I think contractor I think like military you got to build I still think it a school in Iran I still think it up applies to a hundred or more employees that too well you think they fall on yeah well so that's not just all cdl drivers because people own or operate inside inside of a state if you're not going from state to state no, people drive across state lines owner operator just buy your own truck drive across state lines okay okay i can see that that, that way yeah. you're, you're not you're not banking on a federal contract there, yeah, you're, you're not contract. you're not riding like there's a lot of coca-cola or a pepsi or i don't why is coca-cola federally contract because I think it's multinational. I think I, don't I think, think so. I think there's I don't, there's supply chain the supply chains supersede any one state. They have to be able to coordinate. I think they just operate business in multiple states. But uh, why yes. would they be federal? No, they, uh, that's why I, I'm not sure they are. They're contracted. They're not. They're, they're not. Pepsi, Coca Cola. Uh, they would I'm be, not sure. Right? I, I, I'm company. trying to figure. I, I they're, don't, they're just a private company. Well, not private. They're public as far as the stock market. They are, but I, I don't know if they're, I they're federal. Like, like, like who? How? I mean, they, yeah, they get tax breaks on things. We all get tax. How? Breaks. How they ship their stuff? How? What's how? U.S. Foods. They ship it themselves. They have trucks. Yeah, but are those trucks federally contracted to work well, with no, schools. So, so like Pepsi and stuff, they. They have they just give their recipe they put their recipe or they ship their recipe. This is my understanding of it. They ship their recipe like mixed, the secret ingredient, whatnot, to bottling companies and they bottle them locally. It, rather it's not like they bottle everything and then ship it all over the country. They they bottle it locally. Yes. So they don't really you don't really see a Pepsi truck. I, 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 I didn't mean it. I wasn't being you know so mean? much that specific of Pepsi or Coke. I was just trying to think all trucks. Well, but, well I mean, but like, if how are they going to make every CDL driver if it's 100 employees? Because you have local. I mean, if you're a local company that has that many employees, yeah. No, I'm saying to get a CDL, I think it's a government authorized license. It's a federal well, yeah, government. Every like the state is. doesn't do it. The federal government manages no, it. No, the state does it. You have to get a different CDL per state that you're driving in. And so I think some states don't acknowledge CDLs How would you from other states. I don't know if that's right or not. This but I do know that people have had complications because you have to get your CDL in the state that you live in. Yes. Or whatnot. But right. I, 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 I'm, I guess I'm, I'm not sure how this coordinates federally. I'm looking it up and it looks confusing because it looks like they don't fall necessarily under the 100 plus employees. They fall under their contractors. Specifically, what I'm saying, the, the truckers is what I'm trying to figure out. Port authority. The dock. Oh, yeah. That the dock is workers is not what I thought of. I would think that would be state. I would think that would be the same as the truckers. Mm -hmm. There should be more private businesses in the states would handle how their ports operate. Well, I figured in the ports they would use like lumpers. Lumpers? Yeah, they're like they're like a smaller company that just will work at the docks and they just charge a fee for like unloading. 
I, I mean, they did that with the trains and they did that with uh, truck drive, like the trucks. So I assume they do that at the docks also. I, I don't know about the docks. I just don't. I, the money's probably just. I know there. the Port Authority comes up a lot in mob, mob movies. I know. Mo- like, the, it's, a, it's kind of like a low paying job, it's lots of hours. So if the government's paying you enough, the government like the government's been paying people enough. But but if but, but if LA jobs. is mandatorying all their dock workers get vaccinated and they don't, there's not exactly well, yeah, and like, they all lose all them. Th- there's not exactly a labor force to replace them with. No, there's definitely not. And I don't know how much that's going into the, with the truckers, where it appears that a lot of truckers are trying to make a lot of truck trucking companies have a, if they're not contracted through the federal government. They have more than 100 employees, not in any factory, but just under their whole overall umbrella. And that's where we got to find out how this law is worded to know its effect. But you got to imagine these are jobs that people consider disposable. Is this still are we still talking about Joe Biden's press conference? Where he yeah, was so th- the fallout of it. Where he tweeted verbally. Yes, yes, we still he came out and he he retweeted it a, mo- but a week has ago. Has it become law yet? No, he just retweeted it. He went out and said it again. He hasn't even done an executive. No, Pete Buttigieg has been on. All these people fall under the transportation department. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg has been on paternity leave because <laughs> of his twins. He's been off for two months and didn't appoint somebody to do this. Oh. So this is all backing up. So he's, I, just, he's just out of nowhere doing this. Yeah, Biden took a big shit in the punch bowl and Buttigieg went to bed. And it's like everyone else is just, you can drink the punch, you can go home. Nobody went to Buttigieg's house? No, this is one of those, you can't say anything about it because this is the paternity debate. And they're saying that Trump's, if this is Ivanka's, this whole, the man and the woman get two months off for paid paternity leave (laughs) is... And that, that it just that happened a couple of years ago. I mean, there's a whole bunch of debates on either side. But they don't even have to, like, acknowledge what's going on. No, the running thing, the, or the argument that a common sense person makes is that it's one thing when you are working a salary for a job. It's another thing when you're volunteered or you've been you've been encouraged to you're you're, you're, you're serving the public we yeah. need we need our transportation secretary secretary yeah. when we have a port crisis. Right. Like you should be on the front lines every day answering questions, not Jen Psaki. So is it like Biden's just waiting until he gets back to go? No, he's back. He's back. Biden's waiting for them to give him a law. OSHA has to write a law. Give him a give him something to sign. Give him an executive order. Well, that's not right. They should not do that. No. And and we're we're having that's what. Like, why would OSHA be writing laws? Oh, they're, they're supposed to just they're quasi executive. It's like that's the executive appoints the head. Congress agrees to fund them. That's where we got the Build Back Better deal to give OSHA a whole bunch of money to do this. And that, but that, that's we're going to weave that all. This was supposed to be a five-minute section. We're going to weave that all into the next episode. I, I, I got to research more into this. This is one of okay. these subjects that the trucking and the ports and the dock workers, they, this is, we're, we're talking 20, 30 million jobs that I lived in Western PA and Niagara Falls. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know boating. Yeah. And that's a big part of our federal government. Back to the Rogan debate. This was, so they started off with the first 20 minutes, 30 minutes talking about marijuana and how Rogan respects once Gupta was presented data that supported medicinal marijuana, he changed his mind. And he likes that someone doing that on CNN, someone doing that publicly was very good, is big for the marijuana industry. And for that, that's, that's what I'm willing to rest my hat on is I think he means well. Whether Gupta succeeds or not, he's not a politician. And he, go, you can watch him for three hours. But he said and he, he still gone. doesn't smoke. He still was afraid to like yeah, admit it. Yeah, 
He, yeah, he's paranoid. He's paranoid. He's, uh, that's right. I think he was close. Rogan was closer to getting him to smoke pot than Gupta was to getting Rogan to you think? take the vax. I think for sure. I, I, I think for sure. I think he even almost got, because Gupta goes at one point, like, I wrote something when I was high. And I was like, I didn't know how it would sound. But then I read it the next day, and it was actually really good. Yeah. And I go, maybe I just don't write these things down when I'm sober because I pre-edit. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. He's a very self-restrained man. Like I said, this guy is not... Let's let, let's let him talk for a little bit here. This is when they get to myocarditis and the kids. They should get vaccinated. Well, I think I think there's a few reasons. First of all, they young can't. children. Yeah, like how old? You know, I mean, I think the, the we'll probably see a vaccine authorized for five to eleven year olds. Do we have real studies on the impact of young children and COVID in terms of what it what COVID yeah. does to their yeah. bodies? Uh, we we know that they're far less likely to get sick. Right, that's for sure. Far uh, less likely to be hospitalized. Far, far less, less likely, likely to die. Yep. And far less likely to die from COVID than even from the flu. Correct. That could be. You know, I mean, flu is is a concern for sure. Sixty thousand yeah. people die of flu every year. But it's more dangerous for children than COVID. Uh, is, correct. I think when you looked at like H H one N one, you know, the the um, but that's a different one. Right. It's a, that was a bad flu. But I think you know, like in any given year, I think what some five hundred children have died of COVID. In any given year, you know, you may have um, similar numbers of flu. It's it's so death rate. Yes. I think the children that died from COVID, most of them had pretty extreme comorbidities, though, correct? Yes. And and same for adults. And that is a good conversation to have. And, yeah. you know, but I mean, the conversation about children, let's, let's just stay on this yeah, one for so, a bit. So, I, I, what studies are there about children and the dangers of being vaccinated? Because there was a study that came out recently about young boys in particular, that young boys face a higher risk of myocarditis from the vaccine than they do from getting COVID. I don't. So I'm not sure that that's 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 right. I mean, you know, so, so 16. It sounds like a boxing match, like exactly. a verbal box. So this 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 is the first the, the kickoff yeah. is is right now. Gupta, it's Anjay, is very concerned about the myocarditis misinformation. Specifically, he's not going to talk about this, but I know on CNN from watching him, it's about myocarditis and blood clotting in pregnant women. And with the Johnson and Johnson, there is actually some information to go on there not so much as with the moderna and the pfizer either way what rogan is trying to explicitly get to his kids this isn't about me and my immunity or jamie and his immunity or unvaxxed unimmunized greg and his immunity they're all adults they're going to do make their own decisions we're going to get into that here in a second but the kids you have young kids under 12 i have young kids under 12 I'm looking at these sciences and at the studies, and I don't see any risk for them from COVID. I do see some risk from the vax. And if one of my kids has already gotten the COVID, then you're trying to convince me to take a vax. I'm not viewing it as you convincing me. I'm viewing it as you making me get my, my immunized kid unnecessarily vaxxed. And that's where the... But let's let it... Um, they get in a little debate about side effects. And Rogan brings up uh, about... Well, if you're going to use anecdotal examples where Gupta starts talking about his neighbor or his, the guy that fixes his air conditioning came over. And he's 73-year-old and his daughter just died from COVID. And he's debating whether to get the vaccine because he's scared of blood clots. Gupta explains to him to get the vax. That's a, and, that, and then Rogan will go and bring up the 19-year-old, his friends that had two strokes and a heart attack, the 19-year-old that died. The the thirteen people he knows that got COVID and then got the vax they have like a, but the, it ends up too but it's subjective mm -hmm. and once you get into that subjective we're not dealing with science anymore quite like CNN says we're more getting into your feelings yeah where Gupta this is where 
we're 45 minutes in and it's kind of like um cnn said mainstream science in a clip i heard what kind of crap is that What's yeah, mainstream? I science? don't know. I it's just science. Up, I'd say well, science isn't even always a conclusion. Well, main <laughs> mainstream is the big stream, right? I guess mainstream. They were considering themselves mainstream. So Rogan has twenty million people watching. CNN has two million over the course of the day. Who's the mainstream? Well, they they claim them. I don't know. I, it's, they claim Joe Rogan's listeners do not pay attention I, at all to the mainstream. I, I've noticed a lot of the pundits have switched from mainstream media to legacy media as a term for it, in, really? including Fox in that. As You can't just compete. We can't just create a new news network that can compete with Fox or CNN. Yeah. It's not really... Podcasting allows a lane, but when you're talking national news, commercials being pumped into everyone's house regardless of whether they have an internet connection. Not everyone can compete. Right. It's kind of blocked off. They need to change their uh, delivery. Their delivery? Yeah. The way the way they do news. The cable news style. I'm trying to make sure I got this right here on my see the thing is is the way We're I have it. Right. But my the way I have this set up is if I confuse one of the <laughs> things, all the recordings are going to be off. Uh, so I don't know how fast we're going to get here. What were you saying there for a second? Um, what was I just talking about? I don't know. I think that kind of derailed. I was going. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm good. To, I'm good to get back on. Back on. You're back on. Ba- get back on. Ba- track, back yeah. on track here. Yeah, this is when Gupta is about to take a first punch. Like that was like the first sparring. They're feeling each other out. Gupta's realizing that this isn't. He's not a bully. And it's not a selfish, narcissistic, egotistical thing. This is a, he really has a lot of questions for his kids. And he has his science. And Gupta brought his own too. And Jamie's working the computer. So they're going back and forth. And Rogan's Do you think he was prepared for Jamie to fact No. I think Jamie is the one, he is the the missing part in this. That the reason why Gupta got lost, I, if we're going to talk on losing or winning on a and intellectual argument. Mm-hmm. The reason it appeared so lopsided is Jamie could just summon any information. Yeah. And Rogan's trying to sort through his, like, or um, Sanjay's going through his hard notes and his actual papers that he brought. And it's like, you can't compete with the internet. But Jamie will correct yeah. Rogan, too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Rogan's playing from the same playing field. Like, but Gupta doesn't trust these internet things. Kind of like I don't. I don't. If you show something on the internet, I just don't take it at face value at, at first glance. Yeah. Just because there's an article out that says something somewhere, that doesn't make it. Jamie usually points out that there's articles claiming something's false also. Like he yes. so he looks up the counter and he explains if he thinks it's rep- reputable or if he thinks there's yes. something. Yes, he yeah. But I don't know. Very yeah. something that 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 job title He does a very respectful way. Of it doing doesn't it. exist on either news network. Yeah. There is no No, they try. They have the fact checkers, but it's only to say everything Donald Trump says is wrong. No, and it's not real. It it's not real time. It's not yeah. real time. It's not something that we can say, hold on yeah. a second before we, have, we get in a fight about something that we don't know. Jamie, can you get me the information that this yeah. is the article I'm reading? Right. And that's where it's going to, when we get into this feelings here, I'm going to skip the part where they agree that you can still spread the virus when you're vaxxed and your immunity wanes over time. Side shot, Alec, study came out today. Johnson and Johnson, if you're over five months, you have three percent coverage from infection. Yes, one, two, 
three out of a hundred <laughs> coverage. <laughs> I'd love to see that science. It's like, how do you go and say, well, you're 3% effective? <laughs> Just say zero. Why would you even, what were the three still, out of a hundred? Because now they still count as vaccinated. They can go to concerts. That was the thing that was the news that I found out today. If you go to the hospital and you're six months after your second jab, you're not cons- and you die of COVID, yeah. you're not considered vaccinated. You're still on CNN's purple billboard yeah. on number of people who have been vaccinated. But when you go into the hospital and you die from it, it doesn't get counted as a failed waning vaccination. Yeah. It gets counted as you should have had the booster. <laughs> and if you had the booster, you would have survived. Just another win for the booster, loss for the national immunity. Yeah. It's like that's what they're doing. It's like yeah. how long are we gonna have to play this game until enough common sense people can just look at the numbers themselves and get this? I don't know. You have things like in Baltimore, the majority of people in the hospital are vaccinated. And that's gonna happen since there were so few unvaccinated people anymore. Yeah. I think there's sixty six million of us. I mean, we should have been dead five times. Yeah. At, at this point, it's like, well, Unless there's a va- there, the numbers are off. It's kind of it's weird. There's, we there's, there's, clear, be, there's clearly a math problem. We really should be dead. <laughs> Here's the Sanjay got a feeling. Video number five. Hopefully, I got this. There may be a case made that I need to get a booster too, but right now I feel like the vaccine. You're listening works to it well in double time. But, but can I stop you there? Oh. That feeling. Let me clarify that. I had normally I listen at one point five. I had moved back to 1.2 anticipating this and forgot to move it to 1. I think it's going to work for the case of our show, but if you're listening to it and they sound a little more worked up, they're at times 1.25. So they're moving a little quicker, but it it works as long as people don't talk over each other. When you listen to things at a quicker time and people talk, it's, it's a lot more difficult. People, this is how you cram information. Yes. Yeah. If you're listening to us at warp speed, Slow it down here because I'm playing us with warp speed. So, so adjust, adjust yourself here. We <laughs> of saying that I feel like if I got infected, I would be okay. Why is that okay to have that feeling if you've been vaccinated and not have that feeling if you're unvaccinated? If you are not concerned about a breakthrough infection because you feel like your immune system is strong enough to handle it. Yeah. Why is that not okay for someone who is especially a young person? Let's think of a, like a young male who's 18, 19 years old who is in this risk of myocarditis versus you know COVID, getting the vaccine shot. Why wouldn't it be okay for that person to make that choice? And what is the argument against just vaccinating vulnerable people like your parents and my parents who have all- It's gonna get it. Evans, there we go. At least theoretically, you would be more vulnerable than a young child would be. You vaccinated would be more vulnerable of a breakthrough infection than a young child would be, statistically speaking, right? Uh, But you're not worried about catching it. They're both rare. But you're not worried about catching it. You're not worried about catching it because you've been vaccinated and you think it imparts a certain amount of protection. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying to you is I think that not worry is the same feeling that a lot of people have about their children. They're not worried about their healthy children catching it for the same reason you're not worried about catching it being vaccinated. That if treated correctly, they think that the child probably has a better chance even than you do because you're 51 years old. I, I think... Does I, that... I mean, they're, they're both... That seems reasonable, right? Well, I think it's... I don't... I, I, I know the story but about this 50 Rogan came with his facts. If this is boxing right now, I've never heard Goop to stutter. I've never, in all my time watching him on CNN, this guy is clean as a cop car. That there is, you just got a punch in the face, the the fight's on. 
You're kind of like you're a little He's bit seeing stars right now. A little now. bit He's wobbly. Just not to fall over. A little bit yeah. wobbly because now that you got this magic study, <laughs> this is like that's what you go watch the episode to get get the study. Jamie pulls it up and there's a whole thing where he's like. I didn't know you just had this guy here that brings up news articles. And it's like, yeah, that's Jamie saying. He just pops them up and you both look at them on the screen and figure it out in real time. Right. How do you necessarily refute the internet? Because it's a conversation. It's not about debate. That's why we got three hours. That's why we're only, I think right now you're on minute 60. Right now you're just getting into one third of the conversation. Goop does officially realize this isn't just going to be some, you present a study on myocarditis. You got to email that to Jamie beforehand so that they can bring it up on the big screen so yeah. the viewers can see it. You yeah. can't hand it. That's what Trump used to do. He used to bring like weather graphs or his polling charts. <laughs> and it's like, why am I winning? Science. Look, it's on hard yeah. paper. It's like, this doesn't mean anything to me. You just give me a piece of paper that said you're winning. Great. That's not science. Well, some people it is. Yeah. I, I still, I like things in hard copy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, he brought his notepad. Like he had everything ready. Like he was, he had a plan. Yeah. And as you can see here, this is already not going that great. Let me see what this next one is. We'll try okay, to find right. this. But my point is, the same attitude that you have. Okay. Um, they start trying to dismiss that study that they were just talking about. This one about teen boys having a higher risk of myocarditis than those who have, have, have just had COVID. Yeah. About not being worried if you catch it because you're vaccinated. A lot of people have that, not being worried if they catch it because they're young and healthy. Boys more at risk from Pfizer jab side effect than COVID studies suggested. U.S. researchers say teenagers more likely to get vaccine-related myocarditis than end up in the hospital with COVID. So uh, if you have a child and you read this, don't you think that you would be hesitant to vaccinate a child that would most likely cruise through COVID with no issues, specifically if they're healthy boys? Well, I think, yes. So I think you got to, you do have to compare apples to apples a little bit here. So I think what this is saying, Joe, is, so if you just said, if here's the question, what is your likelihood of myocarditis from vaccine versus myocarditis from the disease? It says here, the children with uh, boys aged 12 to 15 with no underlying medical conditions are four to six times more likely to be diagnosed with vaccine-related myocarditis than ending up in the hospital with COVID over a four-month period. Right. Yep. That's, well, that would make me very concerned. A lot of the kids who got myocarditis after the vaccine did not end up in the hospital. That's part of the thing. They could be treated as an outpatient. They got steroids. They did not need to but be we hospitalized. we don't have any idea how that's going to affect them long-term, correct? That, that, that is true. That will, I think when, when you raise that point, that's always going to be a... That long-term side effect thing, and that, that's going to be a persistent theme here in the questioning is, okay, you can treat myocarditis right now, but it is an inflation of the heart, which let's say you're a football player. Let's say specifically one of the, someone that I graduated with was a tight end who had this issue when they were just naturally, as a child, they had it. Mm-hmm. They had to make a decision which sport they played as to want you take one hit off the chest that disrupts your heartbeat, that could, it could be lethal. Right, right. It's the kind of thing that, yes, you recovered from it. It's not going to have any immediate effects on you. But once you get your heart rate up, if you're a young athlete, that's going to be a, that, that's, that's, that's a, that's like a hamstring injury or a hurt knee. or It's something that at any point could flare up if you're not constantly taking care of it. So it's something that you should be worried about. That That's like a long COVID. Mm-hmm. When you tell someone, that, oh, yeah, maybe COVID doesn't kill your kid, but they're going to get long COVID. Mm-hmm. That's the same with myocarditis. It's no, probably won't kill your kid, and it's treatable. But what are the long-term effects going to be on their lives? Right. What kind of if you give a fourteen a fourteen year old gets psoriasis, or vitiligo? Mm-hmm. Well, mentally is that going to affect them? I I don't know. It's probably similar to a long COVID. It's going to be long vax. 
And it's just the cost reward when you're talking about children is so much more different than when you're talking about people our age. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about people with comorbidities or that participate in activities that are more dangerous. So it's like this whole conversation is kind of getting him reeling around to this. 12 to 15 is far more likely to get myocarditis from the vaccine than you are from COVID. Yes. There's, there's not a lot of kids who go to the hospital for COVID. You're right about that. And myocarditis is a risk. But myocarditis is more common in those who get the disease. Well, according to that study, I it's know. not. I know. According to that study, it's, but you're saying it, but you're ignoring I, the science no, no, that I, they're presenting. No. They're, they're showing that, that you're more likely to get myocarditis at a large number, four to six times more likely. They're not saying myocarditis. They're, they're saying they're, it's, it's... Then be hospitalized with COVID. Hospitalized with COVID. Right. Okay, push the, put that up again. It's saying you're four to six times more likely to get myocarditis than to be hospitalized from COVID. I will take a closer look at this, but... I, you're I, in, but you have an impulse uh, well, to, um, to defend well, let the me, vaccination in light of this data. Let, let, can, I, can I pull out something sure, here? Sure. Because I, I, have, I have been thinking about this a lot. You know, He's I mean, bring, I got teenage kids. He's bringing out we, studies. <laughs> we looked a lot of things, the myocarditis data overall. So, but that is saying that you're four to six more Why would likely you not have that to get myocarditis right? than you are to be hospitalized from I guess that's good. Yeah, he thought yeah, you'd so bring here's, here's, here's the myocarditis data specifically. Which yeah, showed that I would it was a this. 16 yeah. times higher risk of myocarditis look, here's my, here's my among paper. patients yeah. look, look, with COVID-19. Look at my board. Look at my board. Right, 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 right. But this is among all patients. This you could have 90-year-old people. They, they, they count as patients, right? Yeah. You're talking about, we're specifically talking about 12 to 15-year-old boys. What I was saying to you is your confidence that, in not worrying about catching COVID because you're a healthy guy and because you've been vaccinated. So you catching an infection of a highly novel virus, which is a real thing. You're less worried about that because of your circumstances. What I'm saying because is I'm, because I have immunity. These young boys will breeze through this thing for the most part. You know that, right? I think most, most young of them be people, totally fine. Most young people breeze through it, including my own children, breeze through it. Yes, but can they can they spread it though? Okay, that's a different question, and it, it's going to go into well, if you get the vax, you don't spread it for as long as period of time. Yeah, that's not good enough to mandate. Like that, that, that's not, I mean, it's good. It's like more like a therapeutic though. Once you aren't stopping people from getting the thing they're vaccinated from and you're not stopping it from giving, you're not stopping them from giving it to other people. Mm -hmm. That's just a therapy. And at the end of the day, they, there's always going to be that scenario that they beat it without any symptoms and they spread it to perfectly healthy people. And there's no reason to think that. Did if uh, Gupta ever get a good jab? Oh, he oh, yes, actually, let me. I think I have it. All right. Um, the aspiration thing. I was gonna play that clip, but if you trust my explanation on it, yeah, play it. I'll take your explanation. Th that the, the only the only funny part of that here is is when Gupta says, um, Rogan asks him, so have you? Did you did they do the aspiration before they jabbed you? And he goes, I don't know. I didn't look. And it was like. What you didn't? He goes, I'm scared of needles, mm -hmm. and that was when it's like I even laughed. I was like, I laughed out loud. It's like yeah. oh, you, I gotta get you. You're scared of needles? Come on, man. Like I, okay, okay, Doctor Sanjay, I, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Let me let me get this here too. What specifically were we looking for again? I forgot. Oh come on, Craig. Hold on, because I, I, I gotta jump. I gotta figure out what number ten is. I gotta move through it. Maybe if I smoke one more time. Uh, goof the scrambler. Agreed to talk <laughs> to CNN. Oh yeah, no, it's com his comedy. Okay, let's see if I can find fourteen fifteen. We're gonna jump ahead. I'm gonna oh, skip yeah, a few sorry. here. We can always go back and readdress this because I'm sure. I mean, CNN has a crush on Joe Rogan. 
takes uh, anyone takes people's illness. Oh I, yes, they. Do. They don't want you, you to get stop sick, it. Joe. Yes, they do. They, they want were you upset to get sick. That I got talking healthy. about I, I, th That's one thing they, they didn't report on: the fact that I was negative five days later, and working out six days later. Well, six I, days after infection, I was back in the gym. I'm glad. Felt great. I'm glad you, you do. I really Me am. Too. I, I Thank think you. Most of the people. I'm glad you're I, glad. You're a nice guy. Most of the people <laughs> I know, I think, would be glad that you. I don't think that there was anything. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that weren't glad. But my point is. You're working for a news organization. If they're lying about a comedian taking horse medication, what are they telling us about Russia? What are they telling uh, us about Syria? Here. Do, you, do you understand that that's why people get concerned about the veracity of the news? The the the, the concern was uh, look just the nuanced part of this, and you're not I, taking. I actually a horse think a lot of people you don't got understand that as a that. legitimate well, medication from a pharmacy. Some, somebody gave me, that's kind of a joke, my friend. No, I I don't I think, think like, anybody. Anybody, and, and I, at one point I skipped over, and maybe so, Gupta multiple times says, I didn't think you were that offended by this. Yeah. And what Rogan's going is it's not an ego thing. I don't need you to say that I'm the healthiest, but if you're willing to lie about this, and he's gonna go on in a couple of rounds here, and go, listen, I can fact check myself. When they lied, I can come and actually say, like they're arguing my point for yeah. me. And it's like they're undermining, he believes they have an important job to do. But if they're going to use that, if they're going to squander that job by trying to lie about Rogan, then what else are they lying about? Right. Way more important. What, what, what other things? And it's like, mm -hmm. so how do you expect and, and how do you expect your audience to be able to differentiate that? More importantly, Gupta, you're a good guy. Are you going to you going to stand the fox off for them? And let's th here's Gupta just run around the ring. This isn't even like trying to fight back. This is actually running circles, just trying to avoid getting hit with your back to your opposition here. The, 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 but <laughs> the thing about it is that what people were doing, as you may know, when they when they had the original trial, they showed that the plasma concentrations that you needed. It tries to start irrefuting ivermectin. Here is his comedy here, Doctor Sanjay. You know, I, I'm that's not that's not a good way to have portrayed that to you. But what I'm Did saying. Did you talk to anybody over there about it? I haven't talked to anybody. I, but you're the medical guy. I will talk to them. But but you, it's I too late. I, no, it's, it's not too, too late. late. It's already do it. But but I mean, I, if I would have talked to him, I would have been after the fact news. But I will talk to them because I'm curious. Kind of silly that a, a news organization would risk their reputation on such a dumb lie. I think it, it's it's um, to pr to present ivermectin in a way that is uh, you know it, it can be a very effective medication for certain things. And as you point out, it it's it won the Nobel Prize for what it's done it with river blindness. So I got a question. I think the do you think CNN uh, felt like Joe Rogan wouldn't say anything back? When they made that, when they said what they said, because he hasn't really uh, went back at um, Howard or Howard Stern. I. So do you think like maybe they thought he would just sit tight and stay quiet if they just lied about him? I'm not. I think more so they they had to trust him. I think they had to trust him. Sanjay looks like. I'm not gonna get to play this clip, but it looks like Sanjay Gupta reached out to wrestler John Cena, who reached out and, and said he wanted to talk to Rogan. Not go on his show, just, talk just say, I'm a fan of your show, I just like to talk to you, I'm curious as to how you think. They tried to arrange that, it ended up just becoming easier. Whenever you would come down here, we'll just record a podcast together. Maybe you would go out the night before. It looks like they didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah, But that, it, it seemed to be a, when Rogan reached out to, this is what I learned today, when Rogan said yes, why don't come on the podcast, Gupta had to go ask permission. Yeah. And I can see CNN being in a position where if they say no, don't do it, then Gupta's gonna be like, really? You don't trust me to go have this conversation? Like he takes himself seriously.
He's yeah. a professional. So I could see, and, and it's important for CNN that he maintains that role. It's important that like that he needs to have that kind, because that's how he can deliver the news in such a way that their audience believes it, and he believes it maybe. But they never, when they soundbite him, when they walk him like a dog for five minutes and they go, well, this and this and this and this is, and this is true, right? Mm. And he goes, yeah, yeah, but, and they go, I don't, I don't, I don't need the explanation. I'm just trying to get you to co-sign my answers. Mm -hmm. And that's where like uh, he's getting fought at right now is, is he, let, let's let him go here and play with it. I'm just imagining CNN people waiting for this episode live because I was kind of nervous. When I saw this, they had Alex Berenson on Monday and I was so excited because you never know who's going to be recording yeah. until you get the update. And then I see Gupta and I'm like, no, no, no. What are you doing? Let CNN in the room. He's going to try and vax you. He's just going to sneak one in, in like a boot or something and jump across the table. No. After an hour, it was like, okay, this is the Sanji I used to know. Rogan's being polite. Every moment, every minute we get away from CNN, you can feel their power over Sanjay loosening. There's actually, and it gets to a point here where it's, I think it's enjoyable. Mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's a great conversation that the, Fox is only playing the parts where he takes cheap shots at CNN being liars. Right, right. But to me, the more important part is that they come into con a consensus about if you have natural immunity, you should be able to show that. Yeah. There needs to be some exception to the vaccine mandate. Yeah, so Fox isn't showing that? No, no, no nothing to do with that. And that, no, nobody is. Because that's the peaceful moments. That's where it's like they're hugging up. Yeah. It's like it's the end of the round, ding, ding, back to the corner. Everyone take a shot, have calm down with all friends. And at no point, if you're listening here, have you heard this besides me speeding it up? They haven't been testy with each other. No. I, guess I don't it, think they got into it at all, really. Well, this is... question is, is it affecting... Here we go. I got to tell you, like, when time. I came here for the podcast, I wasn't exactly sure what to expect, but it was pretty locked down. I mean, I got swabbed. I got my antibodies tested. Yeah, we have when a I protocol. We don't allow like pot. Like Andrew Schultz tried to show up with a posse. We had to kick them all out. By the way, you know what I bought online the other day? What'd you buy? A JRE mask. Oh, look at <laughs> that. the JRE masks. I've never even seen one of those in the wild. <laughs> Come on, really? I know. You're selling them. Get your face on it. Well, someone's selling them. It's a group of people that work for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So I mean, people would say, "Hey, man, it's a high quality mask. Though. It's, it's a, very impressive. It seems like though. a good mask, made in China, by the way." Did God, you, no. did you see that? <laughs> I didn't. Son of a. <laughs> that's funny. That, so that's we can good talk comedy. about masks. I'll, I'll leave the yeah, ceremony to think, talk about masks. Do you think they're effective? Yeah, I think I think Wait, they, they are. If they are weren't effective, you just avoid the subject. <laughs> I, I I I think that they can be beneficial. I yeah. think that I think what what happens is that again people expect uh, a certain level of certainty in saying how effective they are, or they're going to be a panacea for things, right. and nothing is. Have you, you ever seen the doctor online who uh, vapes through a mask? <laughs> There's a doctor that he thinks that masks are silly and they're really only for surgery, and uh, that really they're just st to stop spittle and particles from falling out. Of the He's like, these cloth masks that people are using, He's, his, his argument is essentially like, watch this. Yeah. And then he uses a, one of them vapes that blows out all the smoke, and he blows right through them, and it comes out the side. He's like, this is what's happening if you breathe. Yeah. So he doesn't think they're effective at all. I think I think the cloth mask is definitely not, although this is a high-quality mask, but the Thank surgical you. mask's better. Thank you very much. Two I'm not trying to sell these for you, They're pretty the good, way. right? Although people should wear a mask, I think. And they, they tighten up on the sides, too. I noticed adjustable. that. Yeah, I mean, it's for a particularly big Yeah, this is the guy. Look at this guy. Watch. They're Back watching it up, the again on the other one. Watch this. He, so he takes a hit and then blows right through this. Look at that. So if all that is going out into the air just like your breath is, how is that protecting you from COVID? Is some of it being caught in that thing? Is that the idea? Like what makes you think? Like, but those vape particles, Kuta, they are larger Kuta. than COVID. Defend the mask, Sanjay. If I'm seeing that, what are you doing laughing right now, Sanjay? 
This As is, he's selling. This is fake science. They're just making videos. He's selling Rogan's <laughs> map. I know, like this whole time. This While Rogan's trying not to sell his mask. At this point, we're about an hour and forty, <laughs> an hour and forty minutes Ro- into the conversation. Rogan like wasn't even trying to sell his own product. He didn't know he it was, existed. He was. He didn't know it existed. He, he was in the and he continued yeah. Yeah. to trash talk them, even though like Sanjay's trying, Sanjay's trying to get that to be a more promotional it's product. He's meandering. I'm not saying masks don't work, but yeah, the cloth ones don't. And, and <laughs> anyway, it, his marketing team's probably like. No, Joe, don't say, don't say, don't buy it. <laughs> to, to, towards the end of it, um, of, the, of that particular segment, he's going, where'd you find this? And he's like, it's just on the internet. He goes, well, seen that in a while. He goes, I spend all my day, all my time researching all of this stuff. And I've never seen that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you go to, I don't know where you go to see something <laughs> like that. Um, we talked last episode about source control and, Gupta, Sonia's going to lay that out a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip that part because I, I got to do more, some more research into it. The idea is, is that source control means that just the act of wearing a mask makes you talk less. So in doing so, it stops the spread, even if it doesn't actually stop the vapors from going through. That's it argument. makes it uncomfortable for you to do things so that would muzzle. Spread. Is it source control? I think when you when you form that word out in the dictionary, I think yeah. that's really sinister. I think that's one of those ones that's like it's, it, that's been poll tested yeah. that we can't use like behavioral modifications. So let's yeah. go with source control. Yeah, that sounds nice. Everyone wants to control the source of things. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know about that. Um, these we go with the vax and the diet. Right, the source control. Yeah, there's a source control. When you're wearing the mask, it's most likely it's it's what's called source control. No, so you're I, more I, I have two on to, this. I'm to, skipping them both because it's too advanced. We don't have enough time. I, right I, Look, Joe, I 100% agree with you. I spent a lot of time in the book writing about this. If you were uh, talking about obesity as one of the main, and this is another thing. He he agrees to this. This would never be said on CNN, ever. You'll never hear this if you watch any liberal news network. But this is truth. This is Goop. This is Sanjay. Yeah. It's his book. Mind you, they didn't bring. Mm. He's the only person that comes to promote a book and doesn't bring his book to the guy. He's a a good man. (laughs) He's not a salesman. He's definitely not a salesman. Obese. Uh, by the way, 42% of the country uh, is either uh, obese or morbidly obese. Now. You hear that, Bert Kreischer? 42%. So, so, and you were for. Are you, are you shaming somebody? <laughs> Just a joke. Well, the the, the, the risk of uh, the risk of getting severe disease was four to five times higher. Yeah, if you, if you were obese. Yeah. So we we this is a big problem. Here, but why don't we encourage people? We need. You can't say the f word on CNN. You can't. It's a comorbidity. You say F-A-T. That gets you banned. You know. That joke, you know that he's get. You thought that was funny? Is it funny what he said? You think you think Brett doesn't have emotional issues when he goes home at night with his obese problem and he's taking his shirt off on Tony Tony? The week before, I'm sure this guy is really worried about. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> Well, yeah. Why is there all this talk of just go and get vaccinated? And, we, and why isn't the president, why isn't the press secretary, why isn't all these major news? Why are they saying, if they all they have to say, get vaccinated, that's all that's all you ever hear. You know, I, why isn't there, you've got to take care of your body. They, it's, they, the, it's the front line, and not just for COVID, but the front line defense for everything that ails us. I think that um, it's been an issue for a long time. It remains an issue. It needs to be addressed. I think when you're dealing with an acute crisis, in the middle of a pandemic, hundreds of thousands of people have died. It's not to say don't get healthy. I'm not saying, hey, ignore that. But that's not going to take care of the problem as rapidly as... 
But the point is, is that CNN should have had that as a common message since day one, mm-hmm. is that the best way for us all to get out of this is not to wait for the vaccine, but to get yourself as, as free from things that lead to death when you get COVID as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and everyone can agree. It's in his book. We'll plug it for him. World War C. Very creative because, you know, everyone thinks we're going into a civil war. <laughs> Let's go with the change it to C. It rhymes with three. Gotta love Dr. Sanjay for that. He's gonna make this where Rogan doesn't hate CNN. I enjoy talking to you. I'm glad we did this. Mm. I told some friends I was having you on. They're like, "What?" I was like, "He's a nice guy." I talked to him on the phone. Say, Joe Rogan, you're crazy. Why would you have? I've him heard on? that before. No, about having me on. Oh no. Um, well, they just a lot of people <laughs> think I hate CNN now, which I don't. You, know? you don't. No. Well, that's the. That's I, was, I still watch CNN. Look, I think news organizations. But have he just a, hold on. Very specific function in our society. It's a very important function, and it's to tell people what's going on, to inform people. When they lie about things like that, it's so pointless to me. Because it's not like I don't have a platform to tell people that you lied. Uh. And it's not that people don't figure out on, uh, very quickly that it's a lie. But it's, it, we already have probably the highest level of distrust in mainstream media. Yeah. But can you play the video I just sent you in the group chat? Um, the Rogan just uh, posted on his Instagram. So after listening to that, uh, play because you talking that one? Yeah. Now open it. Good, Good morning, America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson's comment is three sixty. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you. By Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Today. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night. This is after that. Brought to you by Pfizer. (laughs) This week, Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Should I keep listening to it? Yeah, I mean, it's just just repeated news programs. Everything, yeah, news programs. It's sponsored by Pfizer. (laughs) <laughs> and what's amazing about that is, is then you go to the commercials and you have psoriatic arthritis, you have a shingle shot and a flu shot, all come in back to, that's all they really advertise anymore, that and Burger King. Yeah. And what's that? It's fancy like Applebee's on a date night. That, that, that's what the, all the advertisers have just gone to. But when you go through the flu shot and the shingle shot, you have to list the side effects and that's the, the the ironic part about commercials about things for like depression medicine is like they have to include suicide and a lot of other very uh, grave side effects mm-hmm. on the commercial to cover because when you're dealing with depressed people, suicide is a higher likelihood. So yeah. is it higher likelihood that the pill caused it or that the patient was already predisposed predisposed predisp- predisp- <laughs> Predisposition, predisposition. I'm just gonna predisposition to suffer from this <laughs> out, to suffer from this outcome, and it's like I, I, I don't. I, I think that they, it would not be good for Pfizer to have to do that. Yeah. It would not be good for instead of them saying they're a sponsor of the show, if they had to take out a commercial and say, "Yeah, get Pfizer, so you can go see your friends again. You don't have to social distance. You can go to the bar." But mind you. If you get myocarditis, if you get a stroke or a heart attack, or if you spontaneously die, that's not on us. That's on you. <laughs> that doesn't sell as well. That doesn't sell as well as having doctors and news networks all shifting the same narrative to ha- sponsor. I mean, like you, saw, like you saw there, how much more upfront could they be? Yeah. I agree with the fact. I'm happy that we know. 
I'd rather them try and instead of trying to subtly work it in, mm-hmm. I'd rather them just be up front and say, This is who we're playing. This is for. how we're advertising. This, this is the way we play the ball game. <laughs> this this is the way we play. <laughs> um That's true, yeah. Oh, see, and this is the problem here, Craig. I deviated out. Maybe this is just oh we're, we're good. I think I got one more I can find here. Out of the twenty nine. And that's the thing, they put it in Jeez. Okay. Oh, we're falling apart. We we did We'll go straight to 22. Maybe Pfizer realized the Americans wanted the elected officials to be wearing the race and you, car you're, jackets. Your your <laughs> vaccine though, just just this one point I will make. You're a vaccine salesman. You work for not, Pfizer. I'm not a vaccine salesman. This is hey, the you last know, you, jab. You texted me when I asked about the natural immunity thing, and I think you're raising a really good point about yes. natural immunity. I think the the issue a little bit, Joe, and this is more just because I care about you. Oh, is, thanks. I do. Is that is no, I do. Is that. We don't have good data on how long the, the natural immunity lasts. We don't have good data on how long the vaccine immunity lasts either. We, we get in some, which is showing that there's some waning uh, against mild disease. Right. But against severe disease, it's still pretty good. SARS-CoV-1, the original SARS. Very good. We have, 17, 18 yeah. years later. There's a, a T-cell immunity. Jamie's got fat pipes. <laughs> when he gets his, he's one year in. He this guy's our test subject. He's our canary in the coal mine. Look at him. He got it again, though, right? No, he, he didn't. didn't. No, he didn't, no, he didn't get, it. get it again. No, he, didn't no, he never got, got sick. got exposed again. I he guess. got exposed again, but he, he did was, not get sick. He never stopped working out. never stopped working. He never got, never tested. He, he tests every day just like everybody. He never tested positive. Would you, would you, the, 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 the idea of getting another, sh- so some countries are doing this. Why? Some countries are doing this. Let me ask I'm you I'm going to tell you. Why would I get vaccinated? Why would I get vaccinated? When you know I have better immunity than someone who's been vaccinated. That's true. I don't know how long so it lasts. So if that's true, this conversation's over. I don't know how long it lasts. Because you're encouraging non-vaccinated ding, ding, ding. people to get vaccinated, yeah, yeah. Right? Ding, ding, which ding. would be better. Why don't you encourage them to get sick as well? Then they could be as healthy as me. And this is the joke. <laughs> that's where that joke comes. Okay. See? <laughs> I don't know where to. It was always, that was the, the basis of the original joke that you're going to hear on every liberal news network is, is if the natural immunity is better, then aren't you, isn't it better if you just expose yourself? Yeah. I'm going to skip the part here where he confirms my thought that Fauci is a war criminal because that's divisive. And that's why he's getting attacked by CNN. Is at the right. end of the day, he wouldn't defend them. There was one part, though, to give Goop the justice. Um, they went into the nurses. And the thing is, is if, I mean, Sanjay's a practicing neuroscientist. A lot of people that he served on the front lines for, maybe not a lot, maybe just 10%, they have beat. They have that natural immunity that he admits is better than the vaccine immunity, but they're getting fired from their jobs right now. Mm. They're three years away from retirement. They've started families of their own. They can't really just find a replacement. They've served on the front lines. And he, I, I think he does it justice if I pick the right one. No, I, I, I know do. two. That had strokes after the vaccine? Two people, yeah. Oh. One guy had a stroke what and happened? two heart attacks. Or no, excuse me, heart attack and two strokes. Were they pretty, guy. Were they pretty sure it was related to the vaccine? Yeah, almost immediately ah, after. That's not like within the next uh, four or five days after, really? had a heart attack and two strokes. Well, I, I do you think that what's happening is that maybe perhaps the vaccine accidentally gets injected into a vein? Is that a possible? Oh, reaction this was that one. Like okay. very that was the thing I was talking about with the uh, aspiration that I didn't get to play directly into the bloodstream, which is why they have to do it carefully. That's uh, him. That too, because one of the things that saddens me deeply is these hospital workers who risked their lives during the pandemic to treat people with COVID. Most of them were exposed. A lot of them got COVID and they have the antibodies. And now they're being forced to either get vaccinated or they get fired. Right. 
that seems ridiculous mm -hmm. given the information that we know about the natural impunity uh, natural immunity that uh, is imparted impunity through, with immunity <laughs> yeah, that is imparted through uh, previous infection we know that to be very effective in fact a study out of israel showed it to be six to 13 times more effective than the immunity that's imparted by the vaccine yeah. but yet they're ignoring that and forcing these people to comply with this mandate why do you think they would do that and does that piss you off I, this one surprises me. I, 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 it does. I, because, first of all, just historically, we do know. Not allowed to say this, Sanjay. On CNN, cut segment, commercial break. Go to the Applebee's song. Mm -hmm. That people who have natural immunity, it can be very effective immunity. I'm talking even pre-pandemic, you know. Yeah. Even SARS, going back to 2003. People 18 years later. Yes, that's right. There's evidence immunity. of immunity. Yes. So, I mean, this is not like, whoa, we should be blown away by this. This was kind of a known entity. It's normal. I think what has surprised me a bit about it is that um, we still don't do enough testing to really know for sure. Uh, if people actually have the immunity. People say they've had COVID, so they should have antibodies. Some of these antibody tests are pretty good, some are not. You know, So it's it's weird that two years into this that we still don't have good... We don't. We still don't have... And they're going to agree on the need for more antibody testing, antigen testing, not just if you have the COVID now, but do you have the antibodies that meant you already beat it. Yeah. Different kind of episode. I hope people... If you were willing to listen to this long, I, just, I assume you'd go watch the episode. Yeah. The, the, the one thing that I think that both Rogan... Listen in double time. I, yes, I think that, yeah, listen at 1.5 because it can, it's a little awkward because you have Gupta who's today in an article, he claims he's never had a conversation with anyone longer than three hours in his whole life. Yeah. I, that could be true. Have you, I've had conversations with people, a lot of people with longer than three hours. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, you go on a road trip? Yeah. You go to, I, it's one, but You've I, never I, been on vacation I, with somebody? I don't know. I can see him not taking long vacations. If they're wearing masks everywhere, you shouldn't be talking on a plane. That's the mask weird. one, that's that not healthy. So you got a mask on half the time. How long are you going to have a conversation? But, yeah. And I guess how, I'm looking at CNN. Maybe it's a little sad because they're all there. If you notice that clip we played at the beginning, you go, three-hour marathon. It's like everybody does three hours. Yeah. Only a few politicians and doctors go, well, I can only do an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Okay, buddy. We'll give you a 90-minute we'll interview, yeah. a little easy one. But three hours... To me, that was, yeah. I guess I was, I didn't know whether, like, I did not think it was really as much of a badge of honor as they gave him credit for it. But I think on that, on what other people on CNN could go survive three hours on Rogan. And I, he'd let any of them on. Brian mm -hmm. Stelter, no doubt. He doesn't hate CNN. He said that about CNN. Yeah. They don't like him. And I don't know, Jake Tapper, he at one point goes, I love Jake Tapper. Any of them want to come on and discuss anything? I know they, I know we give them a platform, but I can't think of anyone. Like Cuomo would challenge him to a fist fight in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Stelter wouldn't. He can't even put on pants. He'd piss himself. It's just Acosta, I think, would try. I don't know what he'd talk about, though. When he went on Colbert, it was pretty ugly. Back when he used to be just a field coach. I don't think he would do it if he couldn't have it in writing that it's only going to be like an hour. No, yeah. And that's specifically the three hours. And they all called him. Why'd you do the three hours? You couldn't do it. You might have been able to fight three rounds with him. But 15? I bet you. You wanted to go the distance? I, I'll bet you that his stipulation, he probably has a stipulation that you have to be open to go the distance. I th Right? Yeah. So, because if you're in interesting conversation, he's going to want to keep The non-Tulsi. I think that's the probably non, why he gets a lot, doesn't get a lot of interviews. The, the non-Tulsi, the only politician I've ever seen go the distance was Tulsi. Even um, Abbott and, not Abbott, the Houston mayor. They only do 90 minutes. Uh, the potato heads, a lot of the ones I make fun of on this show, in the first couple months of the pandemic, they all went on Rogan. But they only yeah. did an hour and a half. Okay. Gupta was the first doctor to go the distance. I encourage everybody, if they can find three hours, I get it. Yeah. If The motto of the show, 
We watch the news, so you don't have to. Rogan just happened to be the news this week. If you're looking for a summary of a debate that we've been having internally for a year, that's the place to go get it. I hope people don't abuse it. This is why we can't have nice things in this country. Both sides have tried to weaponize it and not just realize this. Maybe this is an off-ramp. Maybe we can de-escalate tensions and look at those two and say if they can be friends. What's that, Rocky? They, we can be friends. Everyone can be friends. Everyone can just be calm and get back to normal. Maybe. Or we can fight again for another month. 